Need another big third down conversion. Meyer looking to throw, fires deep down the left side for Blythe, and he has the catch. Tiptoeing the sidelines, 20, 10, 5, touchdown Todd Blythe, his fourth of the day. Unbelievable. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Meyer to Blythe podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Todd Blythe, as always, with my friend uh, Brett Meyer. Brett, how are we doing tonight? What an intro. <laughs> I, you know, I really wanted to change it up after uh, Jared threw us a little shade on, uh, on Twitter for, for always talking about doing something different in our intro and then never doing anything different. So, yeah. Speaking uh, of yeah, Twitter, yeah. Are, you, hey, are you having a good time on Twitter, you and your little friends, little bullies? <laughs> I enjoy Twitter. I, th- I, think, uh, I think I'm better on Twitter. I, I'm funnier on Twitter than I'm real, in real life. Um, so, yeah. I don't have like, I don't have Twitter notifications. I don't get, I just, you know, log on whatever periodically throughout the day, probably too much. But so I log in and I see like, I get the little blue circle above my bell or whatever is it shows me the notifications. And I'm just like, I didn't tweet anything. So I'm not going to get any replies. I'm assuming that that somebody's going to try to say something stupid. And all of a sudden I'm getting flamed because of title nine podcast is, doing like the elections with Iowa state running mates. And of course, Todd thinks he's got to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) A little background on that for anyone. uh, If you're not listening to the title Nine podcast with, with uh, those girls crack me up, but so they had uh, an election special episode last week um, and they put together some running mates. Uh, We're up against uh, George and Monte, which makes sense. I think one of our our biggest challengers is going to be coach Rhodes and the uh, the headset kid that had to follow him around on the sideline carrying the headset, which uh, I thought was a great choice. Um, they did not designate who was going to be the president or the VP uh, candidates for me and Brett. Um, Steph said she wanted us to fight that out on Twitter, um, which, you know, I don't like the fact that we're already divided um, as a ticket. I think we need to stick together and, and save our fighting and our insults for uh, when we get to the debate stage. But um, yeah, so that, that was a, you know, I didn't mean to come after you. Sometimes I get the same thing. If I get a Twitter notification, I, I immediately think, oh, my God, what did Brett say? Um, but, yeah, that was, that was a little fun. Just trying to have a little fun. Just, you know, Twitter can be a dark place right now. So I'm just trying to lighten the mood and, and create some laughs. So, uh, Brett, I apologize for that. We need to – ours is the party of unity. So we need to stick together on this. First off, if we're going up against uh, George and Monte or uh, any of those guys, we're, we're taking a massive L. Oh yeah, we don't. Yeah. I mean, the best those guys are rock stars. Just to declare victory, mm-hmm. I think that's <laughs> the thing to do. So we're we're just going to declare victory. I don't know if all the votes have been tallied. I don't know declare if any victory. votes have been cast. But uh, right here and now, Brett and I have declared victory. Um, Brett, obviously, as as I stated on Twitter, is uh, is the top of the ticket. He's the president. And I'll be uh, his running mate at VP. So. All right, that's enough political talk. I get in trouble on Twitter. People, uh, light people tell up. me that they like our podcast, but they stop listening because apparently, I had a, um, one of my political rants is uh, what one guy said. I don't remember ever having. A yeah, you're a ranter. You're political. Yeah. You're far. What are you far? You're probably far left. <laughs> yeah. Bernie, Bernie I'm, sign I'm, in I'm the not, yard. I'm not far any any direction. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, anyway, so what else is going on? Uh, Halloween. What uh, would you and the would you and the girls do for Halloween? We did not do a lot. See, Very so festive. yeah, well, we didn't obviously go trick or treating or do all that. We had, they had a little party at their daycare, and uh, 
And so Olivia went for, she ran, this is her second back-to-back years with Sky, who is of part of Paw Patrol. You're familiar with Paw Patrol. Okay. You have a kid, you basically are. I'm, I have a three-year-old, yeah. so yeah. She came home one day and was like, Paw Patrol. I'm like, what is that? Peppa Pig. I'm like, well, never heard of him, but okay, let's check it out. So <laughs> she was Sky, and then Violet was a Bumble, or she was a ladybug, and then she was Elmo. So we did two. They did, at school, they dressed up, and then like we live in a cul-de-sac, and one of the other families has young kids, and we just kind of made like uh, bags and treats for them and took them to their house, and then we ran home, and they came to our house and rang the doorbell. <laughs> but it was like uh, the weather was nice. It's been what like 60s you? and 70s here. So, what, what did you dress up at? I, uh, I, I, the costume was, uh, was beyond me, but I do know that one year, my mom, I don't know if I told you this, like the costumes Uh-oh. that we used to dress up as were so bad. I've seen like, a couple costumes. So like we dressed up one year, yeah, one year for Halloween growing up, I was a Hershey's kiss. <laughs> a little problematic maybe these days. <laughs> nah, man, it was fine. And she just like, she put like tinfoil on my head. <laughs> I can't even say without laughing. Tinfoil was in a trash bag around like my body. <laughs> I remember the picture. Uh, I don't know if this is a. Uh, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. The other oh, picture, my sister put a dress on me or something? Yeah, I didn't yeah, know if that was she, for Halloween or if you were just. Uh, you, that were, one, that, that you, were, you were a very pretty little girl. That wasn't even me, man. That was my, <laughs> uh, wasn't even me. I think growing up, I think I was probably Batman um, four or five years in a row. Uh, you remember in college when I got a, a Batman costume? <laughs> I just remember I wore it into your room in, in our apartment, and you're like, "You have to go to the bars like that." I was like, "Nope, can't do it." But I think it we ever dressed up in Batman college? But... No, we were lame. Um, yeah. We well, we did have a conversation. I remember this one time too. Of you were going to dress up as me and wear like my my jersey, and I was going to go as you. Again, problematic. Probably couldn't do that these days. Were you gonna do like blackface or something? <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I don't. That was probably acceptable. I, I hope. I hope not. You did a blackface this year? Is that what you said? Canceled. Done. <laughs> God, don't put that out there. Um, but yeah, we did Halloween as well. My son was—he's uh, big into the superheroes right now. Doesn't really matter what uh, what superhero. He was Flash for Halloween, so he had a Flash costume, and he just would tear around and sprint around everywhere. Um, we are going to have to sit down and have a very serious conversation. Um, one of these days though, about the difference between Marvel's Marvel superheroes and DC superheroes. Uh, he, he wants to, he wants Iron Man and Batman to be in the, on the same team. That's, that just can't be done. Um, so for any other comic book nerds out there, uh, you guys understand what I'm talking about. Um, I would have yeah, so actually... made, made the same mistake. I don't even know who flash is. I haven't seen the flash movie. The only ones I've seen is like the Marvel Avengers and Iron Man and obviously black panther <laughs> why do you say obviously <laughs> i don't know i just felt like every black person went and saw it <laughs> for sure um but we actually did go trick-or-treating we went back to our old neighborhood uh he's got a, a few friends in that old neighborhood that we went and saw there's one guy a couple uh, houses down from our old house that always does like this amazing nacho and hot dog bar Instead of like handing out, uh, instead of handing out candy, and then also has a cooler full of beers for her parents. So yeah, uh, let's go. Let's go through a buffet line. That sounds like a great idea. Awesome. Did you guys do like shareable plates and dinners too with everybody? Uh, no, they're style? disposable plates. They're disposable plates. 
So, yeah, looking back, I guess the buffet line probably didn't make a lot of sense. But it was outside, you know, so everybody was spaced out. It was outside. Do whatever you want outside. He was serving beers. Alcohol kills COVID. Everyone knows that. Todd, you need to quarantine. Seriously. I'm in my basement right now, so this is... Oh, okay. Stay down there for an hour and you're good. I'm quarantined. <laughs> yeah. That's how that... Well, the election's over. Isn't Isn't uh, COVID going away now? I've heard that uh, today. Okay, sorry. I, I should <laughs> that... that. Actually, the, the, the wild thing is, is like COVID related. Like we're way worse in terms of like the number of K. Now there is the caveat of like, we kind of know how to live with it somewhat now, but like we're definitely in terms of total cases, a lot worse than we were when everything shut down. But I'm, de- I'm not an advocate for shutting everything down because people got to eat and people got to make money and businesses got to run. But um, yeah, it's just no good answer, which has kind of been the theme throughout all of it. But it just, yeah, it's definitely uh, that whatever kind of surge or rush you want to call it is definitely here. And we've seen it now. I saw something locally for you in the state of Iowa, like the Valley Dowling game was canceled. Um, yeah, that's too bad. Anybody around here knows that Valley Dowling is kind of the matchup in, in Iowa high school football. Uh, and they were going to play tomorrow night uh, or, you know, Friday night. Um, and it was going to be on TV, a uh, playoff game. So that would have been really cool to, to watch on TV. But unfortunately, uh, Valley – uh, had to forfeit the game because yeah. of uh, multiple COVID outbreaks. So I'm sure Gary Swenson, their head coach, um, is not happy. Probably wants to kill everybody. But, uh, <laughs> Brett, you heard a you heard a rumor as I to I did. Uh, I heard a little birdie from a, a, a fellow uh, coach in that. Um, I don't know. I don't, yeah, just I heard a birdie from some some people locally in Des Moines that uh, <laughs> there may have been a, a bit of a, a party with some mm. Uh, mm. with. Uh, I don't know how many kids were there, but uh, if that's the case, I mean, you can't fix stupid. I mean, that is, I understand you're in high school and you want to have fun and we probably would have made some, some poor decisions in our time. And, but like there's easy decisions and there's, there's ones that are like, Oh, you know, that, that's pretty easy. I'm just thinking like those kids, they probably tried to do the right thing for most of the season. You know, I mean, to, to get to this point, they were doing the right thing and staying away from that. And then all of a sudden they get to this far. point in the season where they're yeah, who knows? They, they probably could have been having parties and, hey, nobody's, you know, we haven't got it yet. And all of a sudden, you know, all it takes is this. So, but, uh, yeah. When you're I mean, 17, you're invincible. Yeah. It's, you know, unfortunate, but, you know, Dowling's just, all right, we'll see you in the next round. So who knows? But, I mean, you're seeing it all over the place. I mean, obviously our opponent this week in Baylor, you've seen it with, the, you know, the, probably the highest profile college football player in Trevor Lawrence, who's out now for the second straight week. He's out versus Notre Dame. And, I mean, who knows if it'll even make a difference. Um, they've got their back You're seeing it all over the, the Big Ten. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's everywhere in college Yeah, football. I mean, Pac-12, Cal is supposed to play Washington this week. And they, you know, they have – much like the Big Ten, a very slim margin of error because they've waited so long. Um, they wasted a bunch of time from when they decided to play to when they started playing, much like the Big Ten. So now you have no bye weeks. You have no time. And there was – Cal had one player test positive, no other positives. And they had a few other players that were, you know, contact traced and in, in quarantine. And the game is, you know, canceled because the Pac-12 has – and the state of California has very you know, stringent and, and tight rules. And it's like, you know, the 49ers in, in the NFL have had, you know, a rash of positives and, you know, they're on TV right now. So it's just interesting. They're to playing see it right now. Yeah. The difference is, and I, you know, I, 
I get it. You want to have, you know, policies, procedures, and rules in place, but I think you have to be somewhat realistic in that, you know, like Wisconsin, what are they going to do? What, how is it? They're going to play two less games than everyone else. And who knows if they've gotten that under control. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a mess. You're trying it's to a- determine a, a conference champion. I mean, that's, that's tough. And all of a sudden some teams play eight games, some teams play six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, it's great to have sports back. I think we've already probably got to the point where we're taking them for granted, but I just, you know, was like, man, what did we do? We didn't have any games. Cause now there's, there's just been from NBA playoffs to, you know, the world series to everything that's going on in golf masters is next week. We've had obviously football and like, everything was right there. I mean, college basketball starting up soon. Um, but who knows though, it's going to be so hard for teams to travel. There's already been a bunch of teams that have canceled because they're supposed to go play in a, maybe a tournament in like South Dakota or somewhere. And it was, there was the state was like, yeah, you can't travel there. That's one of the worst spots in the country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so they, they, you know, who knows how many games are going to be canceled. And so Iowa state today is going to allow like 1300 or something fans into Hilton. Yeah. Like 10 for the games. Like yeah. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. I think capacity is just under 14,000. So whatever 10% of that is, but um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's tough. Cause Hilton is like, I mean, one of the most electric places in all of college basketball. That's, I mean, yeah, we've all been, a home yeah, we've been there when it's, you know, when it is legitimately like one of the best places in all of sports, like if it's a big yeah, game or in that place. Yeah. So that's just another casualty, but it's good that we're playing and, and hopefully we'll coach pro and get some rolling. We have a little bit better result than we have the last couple of years, but, um, yeah. Oh, no. uh, I, I did see a game this weekend that got canceled. Um, I assume because of COVID and it was rescheduled. Apparently whatever conference it was, they had very strict uh, quarantine rules. And, uh, because the game has been rescheduled for 2029. Um, so, you know, they, they put it off. Uh, they decided to put it off nine years to make sure that everyone was quarantined long enough for, uh, for the COVID to, to run its course, which I thought was interesting. <clears throat> um, speaking of, you know, we talked about, yeah, I don't, I don't remember the teams, but it was, I saw that that somebody was cracking a joke on Twitter, uh, which is again where I get all my news, uh, but they rescheduled for 2029. So yeah, just to make sure that COVID was, uh, was good and <laughs> gone by that time. time. We'll yeah. probably still be wearing masks in 2029, but this might be the new normal. Who knows? And I got some, we'll talk uh, KU a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Would you, uh, yeah. what'd you think of KU last week? I mean, it was one of those games where you knew coming in that, um, so you're going to play a team that is, you know, that is just bad and getting worse as the year goes on. And <laughs> I mean, let's just go in and take care of business and get out. And we kind of opened it up in the second half. Obviously, Brees Hall did what he does, and he's got over nine. He's got like 906 yards on the year. I mean, he's going to have a thousand yards, and you know, and probably I don't know if anybody else had is close to that or where he ranks. Yeah, I think he's number two in the country. He's in leading, the nation, right now. leading the nation in yards and uh, second in rushing touchdowns with 11. I think he's got 901 yards and 11 TDs right now um, through, uh, what, six games, seven games? I don't even know how many we played now. Um, either way, that's um, it's pretty pretty good, pretty solid. Uh, six games, I guess. Um, yeah, K, KU's bad. I mean, we knew that going in. Their best player had uh, had called it called it a season a couple weeks uh, or a couple yeah, maybe Puka. a week before yeah, the Puka before now. the game. Yeah, Puka Williams went back home uh, to be with his some uh, some family. I think his mom is, is sick. Um, they're, they're terrible. Uh, one thing I think stuck out to me, and I know it stuck out to a lot of people again, was again special teams issues. Um, 
I, I didn't see it. Full disclosure, I didn't watch the first half. It was the uh, opening day of pheasant hunting season, so I was out uh, shooting at birds. Um, if anybody, hold on, hold on. Any, when, anybody you are such a fraud. When did you pick up? When did you pick up hunting? When I married my wife. Oh my gosh! So uh, let's see. Let's see how much you <laughs> know. Family, so what, families. I know. You got camo. For you to quiz me, you have to know something. No, so, I don't. So I'm going to see how how easy it rolls off the tongue. What kind of gun do you have? I have a Benelli shotgun. Oh, you don't know. You don't know anything. I have no shot. No details. No. What's it got? Come on. I want to hear all the the specs. It's a twelve gauge. It's got a duck plug in it, so it holds three oh, shells. Yeah. I, I use I Wait, use two oh, and three quarter inch what five, is it? five what is shot it? shells. Listen, what is a duck plug? Is it only have three shells in at a time for duck hunting? You can take it out and it would hold five, but I keep it in just because you never need more than three shots anyway. Okay. Did you shoot anything? I used two and three quarter, two and three quarter inch fives. No, I was just going to say for any PETA listeners out there, I decided to leave all the uh, pheasants alone. Um, this past weekend, I, I know you met, you gotta be, I shot you're missing and I, I didn't even come close. Didn't touch a feather. So it was, it was a, you know, I haven't shot since last year's uh, pheasant season. So I was a little, just knocking the rust off. Where do My you gun hunt? was malfunctioning, I think. Need to get the need to get it checked. Where do you hunt? We're up in Algona. So where uh where Brit's um dad was born and raised, they have a bunch of land up there that um this private ground that we can go hunt. So saw a ton of birds. Think but, maybe I can get out there? Yeah, absolutely. Get a hunting license because we follow the law. Um yeah, come out. That'd be a blast. I would love to get you out there. Get like you and Mylan out there. There's uh, no way I'm getting within anywhere of Milan with a gun. Forget, forget that. I wouldn't even get within you with a gun. You don't have enough experience. No, you are not. I know you're. You're a gun owner, but I nope. Nope. <laughs> I've been going hunting for. I know the past. What do you have well, to do to get a firearm in, like, in Iowa? To get a like a to go hunting or to like go purchase like, I was like hey i want to get it. i'm about to get a glock or something i'm not but if i you no, have to go, they'd have to they'd have to run your idea and do an fbi background check which you'd come back fine so so what's the fuss able, about background checks if they already do them because they're not very extensive like for me now with a, a concealed carry permit i can go in and buy a gun the last time i bought a gun and this was a few years ago now that I didn't even have to, there's no waiting involved. I showed them that I had a, a concealed carry uh, permit. I walked in and, and walked out like 10 minutes later with new yeah. guns. So, well, I mean, yeah, if you have, if you have your permit, like what's, yeah, I. I because you get your sense. permit and it's good for five years. So a lot can change in the span of five years. People can have complete mental breakdowns. You've had like seven we felonies don't need in to a five-year so stretch. Into political nah, stuff. We're, hey, we're talking let's guns go. and firearms. I just want to, I just want to hear more about your pheasant hunting. Cause I, I would love to watch that. Just the comedy of errors. I'm, I'm very smart. And, uh, I'm very smart gun owner. I'm a very bad shot when it comes to hunting. <laughs> it's fun. I enjoy walking around. Oh, okay. Nature. You've hunted nature for, walked in anything else. Have you hunted but, deer and, no, pheasant's the only thing I've done. And have you actually uh, like killed a pheasant? Yeah, I've killed dozens of pheasants in the last, I don't know, five, six years. Okay, I probably so what do you do with them? Do you like, do you like, four times a year. Do you like, uh, breast, like, breast them? That's all we do is just take the breast. Do you know what, you know what's yeah, funny though is like one of my favorite shows to watch and like favorite people, like personalities is like, uh, um, Ranella, like Steven Ranella. You know who that is? He does like the meat eater stuff. 
No, I think yeah, you got to check it out because I don't know why. One day I was just watching. I'd never hunt. I never will hunt. But he's like, he's really smart. He's like, obviously hunted his whole life and built like his business off of that. How much is your How much is your yearly PETA dues? <laughs> what are you talking? Oh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I don't think I do that. But no, he. Um, but like, look it up. It's I've called Meat Eater. It's called hunt. Meat Eater on Netflix. And dude, like, he has his like, crew, and he just goes out in like these wild, crazy hunts, like in Alaska and all over, all over the world, really. And like, I, I initially started watching it because, like, I like what I'm, you know, uh, I like watching. This is weird, but like, just like the chef shows and cooking and all that stuff. And he like really is like a legit like. That is weird because you're he, a terrible cook. You no, know, I promise you, you come to my house. I, I made some spaghetti tonight. Come on. Spaghetti? So oh, spaghetti? Yes, like the sauce has to be Put right. Some, brown some hamburger, throw some sauce in, and boil some noodles. Boil some noodles? No, the sauce has got to be <laughs> right. I don't make bootleg it. You better come with a better dish than spaghetti. No, like I promise I you. Spaghetti and I suck. <laughs> No, yeah, you have to make a good sauce, and and in addition, to that, I know you're terrible on the grill. I throw down on the grill. It's not even it's not even fair. You know who can't grill is Mylon Moses, our boy Mylon. I went over to his house one time. I went over to his house one time because he likes a well done steak. Like we were, we were at a nice nice restaurant Pass, in Kansas well City one time, and we were out with one of his uh, one of his docs, and. First off, the doc like bought. He was. I think he just got like a black card or something because he, you know, he just was. He kills it, and so I, he was kind of showing off a little bit. Whatever. He was a nice guy, and he was like, he bought like the Louis Thirteen shots, and like they were like five hundred dollars mm. a piece, and you're supposed to like sip on them. Milo just pounds it, takes it. He, I mean, we have, we don't obviously buy stuff like that, so it was funny. But right. then he's like, uh, he's like, you got a steak. He's like, well done, well done with ketchup. And the guy was like, because you know some restaurants won't make it like that. Yeah. So he, I think he ended up getting like, you know, he got like chicken strips or I'm something. I'm shocked like that I had ketchup in, in the building. It was, yeah. But anyway, like anyway, I went to, hey, stop trying to distract no, me. With I was at his house. Stuff. I'm going to finish the story. And he made, he cooked his steaks and they were just like, so I'm like, Mylon, I'm not eating it so bad. Just dry. <laughs> nah, and he's like, nah, man, I don't want no blood. I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you so are. This so, is all distraction. No, you're we're, a terrible we're talking about hunter. KU. I promise Hold you. Hold on. Oh yeah. Hunter. No, for sure. Okay. I enjoy it, but awful at it. Similar to golf. I really, really, really enjoy it. Bad at it. Um, we were talking about KU. And then you tried to sidetrack me so that we couldn't talk about the fact that uh, Brock Purdy um, threw, uh, threw another touchdown pass, tied your you, career. You kind of flamed me on that one. You got me on that one. Like, I knew, <laughs> okay. Like, Purdy, I'm not it the wasn't, guy. For anybody that saw the tweet, I, I said that uh, Brock uh, tied Brett's uh, – career touchdown pass record in half the games it wasn't half the games um what was it he's played in what 30 some and you played in 48 50 well, some i played right no he um i'm not that guy that's all like man in a way better than me like brock is a better quarterback than me i'm not gonna sit here and and and, and, and challenge his his skill or his ability and like it's weird because i mean you had a bunch of records like they kind of it's something that you're like, oh, okay. But, like, you never think about it. It's like you, you don't, you know, it's, it's just kind of no, there. It's so. like when you first get out, it's kind of cool when you break the record. And then yeah. as time goes on, I mean, it's one of those things where you kind of hope somebody breaks it because it means they're, they're having success. Um, I mean, and I can speak from experience since just about all of my records got torn off the board by uh, by Lazard and then Butler. So, 
Yeah. No, but uh, I, yeah, I did congrats, appreciate uh, your tweet though when you came out and said that uh, you thought Hunter Deckers really looked good and should take the reins as the yeah, starting quarterback moving forward. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I mean, he, he does throw a good ball. I'll give him that. He threw it. He put it out there nicely. Yeah, for, a, for a lefty, you know, it spins backwards when it's a lefty. So yeah, but no, it's. Uh, I mean, congrats to Brock. He's gonna have. He's, I mean, come on, he's gonna come back next year and just blow everyone out of the water. And um, yeah, just a testament to how good he is and how how efficient and effective he's been so uh you know, kudos to him he's a stud yeah, yeah. It, was, it was nice to see uh nice to see some big plays out of the receivers uh this uh this week yeah i mean we uh, talked about it in the lead up to the game last week it was is it this is a game where you need to work some kinks out and, and have some position groups um go out and gain some confidence because no matter who you're playing against if you go out and you do it in a game you're going to feel better about yourself and then that'll give you just a little bit more confidence to to know you've done it and then it, it becomes kind of more reactionary and you're not trying so hard and, and you'll be able to do it against Baylor and, and, you know, whoever we play the rest of the year. Um, Cause we're going to need that group more than anything, probably more than any group on our team. You talk about our defense, we're solid across the board, obviously, you know, offensive line has gotten better. We're running the ball. Brees is, you know, he, he's, he's, he's been, you know, probably arguably the best back, best in, the back in the country. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to get the, Probably not going to get the national attention. You know, maybe he's starting to more, but um, he's, he's right up there. Obviously, you know, Brock's solid at tight end positions. It, it probably one of the best groups we have on the team. The receivers are really, you know, outside of special teams, kind of the only group that really needs to to kind of get in gear and start and start producing a little bit more. And because they're just going to make us so much better, because teams are going to have to. You know, we got Brees averaging almost seven yards a carry. I think he's at like 6.7, which mm -hmm. is ridiculous. And that's that's crazy. Almost seven yards every time he touches the ball. Teams are going to have to to start to play for that, and we're going to get a lot of man coverage uh, and opportunities with, you know, uh, single high safeties on the field. And those guys got to be able to separate and make plays. And they haven't done that consistently, but that doesn't mean they can't, you know, get there eventually. So hopefully we'll start to see more of it. Yeah, I mean, Hutchinson, you know, showed some flashes and really played well. It was nice to see another receiver step up. Joe Skates had the long touchdown at the end of the game. Did you see his catch earlier in the game when he caught the ball, had the first down, uh, juked three guys and lost four yards? Uh, I got asked about that by uh, Heather and Emery doing the, the post-game show and what I thought about it. Uh, I kind of had two thoughts about that. One, kind of a bonehead play. I mean, get the ball Speaking and, and you know, the get the first down. Uh, the second – what are you doing over there? Um, the second thing I thought about that was uh, I can't really relate because he made like three guys miss in the process. So if he lost the yards, but he made guys miss, um, I never had the ability to make anyone miss. Um, so for me, I knew that it was a catch the ball knee dirt situation. So it was uh, not a not a great play on his part, but uh, it's nice. To, it was nice to see some receivers step up and make plays um, as opposed to the past where it's like Hutchison, three tight ends, two running backs catch balls, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, we, we need them. We need them big time. And um, yep, I think they'll, sure. they'll start to play better because, again, doesn't matter who you're playing against. You, we know from experience when you start to get confidence and you start to, to see it, it just kind of, um, you know, it snowballs and, and you really uh, you really start to play better. So hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll continue to see that. Now, Baylor, I mean, they have had uh, a ton of issues with COVID-related, obviously, there. Um, yeah, you know, what's the article you read? Games. Dozens of <laughs> dozens of dozens. I mean, okay, that means at least twenty, you know, something. So, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, they they, they, they had played two four games. games is all. So. Yeah, I mean, they've had two games that got canceled, and you know, hopefully, you don't have to worry about 
you know, when you play a team like this and then, you know, a week or two down the road, we're starting to get a bunch of positives, but um, you have to feel confident that, you know, they can't take the field. We got trusted testing that, you know, nobody's on the field or in and around the field. That's, that's positive, but uh, I mean, we're a 13 and a half point favorite. So, um, you know, this is a team with first year coach, Dave Arnada taking over and Matt rule really came in and kind of turned that program around. And one of the, the really, uh, the more impressive, you know, um, rebuild jobs that we've seen. And, um, they've got a lot of good players. I mean, Charlie Brewer has been a good quarterback. He's struggling this year. Uh, his stats are pretty pedestrian. I mean, he's averaging just over 208 yards a game, rushing the ball for fewer than hundred yards a game as an offense scoring 26, giving up 25 a game. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is I a mean, team Brewer that started 34 games and yeah, he's experienced so he's, for sure. You know, he knows he's what he's player. doing back there. He's yeah. But it. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is the, a team that we would think as they start to get more games under their belt with a first-year head coach without spring ball, uh, limited uh, fall camp, and now they're really probably just starting to get comfortable with – because I know Dave Arnott is a good coach. He's, you know, was really successful at Wisconsin, obviously what he did last year at LSU, um, and now obviously at Baylor, <clears throat> a team that, again, had – you know, has some good players and, and has guys who have been under Matt rule. And, and that's, a, he's, a, you know, very disciplined and, and they're going to have run good schemes. And so it's going to be a tough physical team, but this is a game that, you know, we should win. And I look for us to, I mean, the only, the only wild card for us is on special teams, right? Our kick coverage, whether it's punt or kickoff, we saw another one get loose on us at, at Kansas and, that's frustrating. Yeah, I mean it's frustrating, and you know our kicker isn't exactly on the on the uh, on the most solid ground right now. Is um, you know we're kind of at that point where you're you're watching extra points a little bit harder than you would have in the past because we've missed a couple and uh, missed a couple kicks here and there. So hopefully, you know he gets Connor gets his confidence back because um, and that's an important part of the game, obviously that we need. Um, you know in order to to compete. But now you know with with Oklahoma State losing, we are back and you know we control our own destiny we went out we're going to be you know have an opportunity to play for a big 12 championship which um is a sore subject for both of us because we've been there in 04 <laughs> and 05 but you know i think this is a different team with a different mindset and hopefully they'll be able to uh to kind of keep it um you know keep it in the kind of one the cliche of one game at a time mindset and just take care of what's in front of them that week yeah, I think this is another one of those games where we're clearly the better team. Uh, you know, when we get out on on defense, their offense has been struggling. Um, their their O line is giving up three and a half sacks uh, per game right now. You know, with with Bailey and McDonald coming off the edges, um, one two in the Big Twelve in sacks. And hopefully, we can rack up some more of those. I think this is going to be another game where get, keep the receivers. Um, you know, continue to add them into the to game plan a little bit more. Um, it's another get right game. I mean, this is a, another game where we should go out and, and win by, you know, multiple scores. This, this shouldn't be a real close game. Uh, so uh, another confidence builder of a game, I think Brock goes out, does what he's supposed to do, distribute the ball to, you know, six, seven, eight different guys. Brees goes out and runs for 130 and two TDs and, and we win comfortably, you know, 31, 13, somewhere in that range. Uh, I'd be very happy if this is a nail biter. Um, it means that we're doing something that we shouldn't have. It's, you know, they're going to have speed on, on special teams, the returners are going to be fast. Baylor always has speed. That's the one thing that scares me a little bit in this game. Um, as long as we're sound in, in special teams, I don't see this game being uh, too big of a hurdle for us. But, of course, you know, crazier things have happened. We almost got beat by Drake a couple of years ago. 
You know why we only lost to Drake? Because the field was sloppy. Oh and that my was the God. equalizer. As soon as I, as soon as if I we said had Drake, field turf, we'd blow him out. <laughs> the field was equalizer. I'm telling you right okay. now. Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that. Our field is pristine. It's in fantastic Yeah, it is. Shape. No, it does look pretty dang good. I'll, I'll, I give him that. Once um, again, Brett hates our. Uh, no, I've never been down on our grass he, field. He I just think all that there's a better option to work on golf courses. Brett's the guy who chews it up and doesn't idiot. replace his divots. He just anybody that works on grass, he doesn't. He doesn't care for. I replace my divots. <laughs> Me too. When I chunk the hell out of the ball. My divot starts two inches behind the ball. Okay. You take so many more cuts note. at it than I do, so you know, I get, I promise <laughs> I get you my money's worth. <laughs> my, my price per swing is a lot lower than yours. <laughs> All right. We've been making fun of me a lot today. My golf, my oh, bad it, comes, it just naturally comes in, in conversation. <laughs> my, so. my bad hunting skills. Um, yeah. Again, very safe, responsible gun owner, just not very good at shooting what I'm aiming at. Oh, that makes you feel real good. I'm a safe, safe responsible gun owner. I'm just not good shooting them. <laughs> well, oh, I only man. shoot at birds. If you're not a pheasant, you're fine. Why don't you go deer hunting? You get a bigger target. Get that big old scope out there. Yeah, but you don't shoot like scat, like bird shot, scatter shot, shotgun shells. Oh, I, I, I never thought of that. I don't know. I'm definitely not going bow hunting. Oh my gosh, that sounds like the most tedious thing that I never bow. And also, like deer hunting, to go sit in a stand like all day long and freeze your balls off and hope something <laughs> will balls. walk by close. Like, no thanks. At least in pheasant hunting. No man, Stephen Rennell, the meat eater man, they'll shoot the things from like 300 yards away on the side of a mountain in Canada somewhere and just <laughs> like lean down on their bag and they're whispering, "Okay, so and just. Boom! <laughs> they go down. They go. They show. They show them like cutting them open and like, oh, they so, they they eat everything. Those guys don't waste anything. And I'm having a great time picturing you getting up early, like on Saturday morning, turning on like Fox Sports Midwest and watching all the hunting and fishing shows that come on early in the morning. <laughs> no, I only watch. Uh, that's the only one I've ever gotten into, and it's pretty good. It's uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like the pursuit, like the, you know, they always build it up of like showing like. You know the hunt and they get there and they set up camp and then they like glass they, you know what glassing is you know i know what glassing is man no you, yeah you sit down on like the side of the mountain and you just glass you look you just you're looking out into this empty <laughs> whatever glass. like the mountainside you're looking yeah looking for whatever you're hunting i'm gonna yeah, start I'm trying you. to implement the phrase glassing into just every day yeah every day glassing. <laughs> like vernacular yeah man it's they awesome. hunt everything I, they, it's it's a cool show to watch. I like the cooking ones and then, but obviously the hunting ones are good too. Cause yeah. Hey, I'll check it out for sure. I'm, well, your, your sorry ass needs to learn how to do something. Maybe you can learn from him. Can we say that on here? Sorry. Listening. Brett just swore in case my mom's listening. Cheered it. No, whatever. If anybody, if anybody didn't hear our, uh, our episode a couple of weeks ago, um, my mom yelled at me for swearing. And no, your mom does not support you being a gun owner. Send down. I'm trying to discourage him from being a gun owner. <laughs> okay yeah, i've had enough of this but we're gonna keep this one short so, okay cyclones what, what's it oh, hey wait a minute did you watch iowa <laughs> I'm so glad. can't believe i forgot to even I mention that um god what's going on over in iowa city I mean, I don't know, new quarterback, he seems to try. He's still trying to figure it out. He's young. And I mean, who knows? There's probably a lot of things at play. They had a long, much there longer. There are a lot of things in play. Yeah, much longer offseason than everybody else did. And yeah, just they kidding. 
<laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said they do have a lot of things going on. Their coaching staff is racist. <laughs> you said that, not me. But um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I respect yeah. Kirk Ferentz a lot. Obviously, there's some issues in the program. Blah blah blah. We've, my neighbor. Really, I have a neighbor. We litigate that. But. A couple of my neighbors across, like they live in the other cul-de-sac. Are big. They're from Des Moines. They're big Iowa fans, and I was like. I don't know if you heard me, but I was walking. You know how I do like thing? Go I O W. Yeah, oh yeah. I go I O N two W. Just like messing with it because <laughs> I do like the I O W A spell it out. He uh, he. You well, remember he Flynn always, in college? He always gives me a hard time. The guy time, that, so. so Flynn in college. If anybody knows Austin Flynn, he's a little bit of a cowboy. It's a little rough around the edges sometimes. Uh, in college, if we ever saw somebody like in a bar or anywhere that had a, a hawk hat on. So if anyone's been to an Iowa Hawkeye game, there's always a guy like sometimes the band, but there's a guy that, that just goes in the crowd and has a trumpet or something, and they play the no 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 no, and everyone yells "Go Hawks!" Well, in college, if Flint saw anybody in, in a bar like in Ames that had an, uh, a Hawkeye hat on, he'd just yell "No no 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 no!" We'd yell "Go Hawks!" He'd just knock the guy's hat off. So Flint, uh, anytime I think about any Iowa Hawk chance. Um, that's the first thing I think of is Flynn just knocking off random people's hawk hats and bars. Um, again, young and dumb, cowboy Flynn looking to pick fights. Uh, okay, on that note, we should probably wrap. I don't have anything else to say about Iowa other than the fact that um, it's it's a real shame that they're 0-2. <laughs> Although, I, I take that back. I do want to say this. So the Iowa Hawkeyes, they're up 17-zip, and they throw the ball 50 times. Yeah, that's – The brand-new um... quarterback, what is going on? They were it's not like you were. It's not like they were down too much and they had to start throwing the ball. They lost twenty-one twenty. Yeah, that's um, that's a sign of an OC probably losing the kind of the flow and the cadence of the game. So <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, seriously, yeah. like you just things oh, were moving dude. quickly for the OC. I mean, it's not like parents. the. I mean, I was probably good on defense, like they always are. I don't know much about their team this year, but they're. I'm sure they're probably pretty good on defense because they are every single year. So you know, you, I mean, yeah, just but they have a couple run of the studs ball. at running back. They have two or three really good running backs. Yeah, that Goodson kid's really good. From I think he's from the Georgia kid, number fifteen. He's nice. Yeah, he's really good. Who's the other kid? Sergeant. Yeah, didn't one of their receivers get an OWI? Did he not play? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, their best receiver, that uh, Amir Smith Marset, yeah. um, got clocked going seventy-five and like a thirty-five. Um, I, I had this conversation with somebody else. You know when uh, Iowa goes starts the year zero and two, and and crazy things start happening. Guys start doing making bad decisions, and you know Iowa State we've gone zero for entire seasons, and you know for the most part the guys know how to stay on track. So that's you know that's one thing we got going for us in Ames. We know how to lose better. That's not something you want. <laughs> no, I'm not no. saying it's good, but yeah, we know how to lose better. <laughs> we got more experience. <laughs> got more experience. <laughs> Practice um, makes perfect. Yeah, so um, I know they play this week, but 0-3 would not be a good look. Oh, well, we don't have to worry about that. I would love that. We don't have to worry about it. They play Michigan State. Oh, I don't even know if they're any good. But Michigan State beat Michigan last week. Is there a bigger fraud in the in America than Michigan Wolverines every year? Every one of those programs. Harbaugh's that... coach of the year, and they're, they're a national title contender, and then they come out and they just suck, you know, halfway through the season. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's the program much like – and they're better, but like, you know, the, the Nebraskas and the Michigans and Texas who were really, really good, obviously, and Texas probably the most recent when they won in 05 and were there again a couple of years later. But 
they, yeah, I mean, they're just, the, the landscape has changed and recruiting is not what it once was. You're not able to, you know, dive into those places and just go pick out who you want. And you got administration and fans and boosters and people who just can't stay out of the way. And, you know, Harbaugh, he might just want to go back to the NFL. I mean, he's probably tired of it. And he's, he's, he's obviously got them to a place where they weren't previous to him being there since Lloyd Carr was there, but they're yeah, winning but 10, I think everyone is eight, is nine, 10 games. Yeah. Step. I mean, they want to win the national championship, but the bottom line is there's probably a handful of teams, maybe not even that there's Alabama, Ohio state, probably Georgia. I mean, those three teams are going to be the, yeah. I'm sorry. Clemson, obviously, but the rosters are just like, I mean, you look at the number of like four and five star guys they have, and they develop. Usually, them Oklahoma's in that conversation. Yeah, Oklahoma's. Yeah, Oklahoma's probably in the the second tier of that conversation. But I mean, those schools are the most consistent, and their rosters are just are head and shoulders above what Michigan and I mean, Texas is getting good players, but they're terrible at developing them. I mean, if you look at the where they recruit versus how many guys are drafted, I mean, they're just. I know Urban Myers made this point a bunch about developing players and they're just not doing it. And I don't know, I know we're kind of on a tangent, but yeah, Michigan is probably a little bit fraudulent because they just, but a big part of it is just the coverage. They get consistent coverage all the time and they're one of the blue blood programs and winning his programs. And yeah, we're going to talk about them even if they're not in contention because there's eyes on them. So. Yeah. I still think they're frauds, but okay. <laughs> that's a long way of me saying yes, they're fraudulent. Okay. It's <laughs> just a more eloquent way of saying that. Yeah, they're frauds. <laughs> yeah. You dumb just redneck just more, hunter. That's all you more are. Politically, politically correct than me. Well, I know you got your, well, you, are you hunting tomorrow too? Pheasants? Uh, no, it's Friday after work. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Todd? <laughs> um, no, I don't have plans to hunt anytime soon. I, I seriously, I probably hunt, I don't know, three, maybe four times if I'm lucky a year. So that's why I don't get any good. <laughs> yeah. Unlike golf, when I, where I play all the time, it still suck. You got to find a hobby that you're good at. So we got to figure this out. I don't know. I don't, I don't play like video games. Although I used to absolutely dominate you when we played in college. Call of Duty. I'll shake your head. Okay. Call of Duty was the, the power best. ranking was Flynn was the best. JD was second. And then me and you were close. JD was second. JD was better. The only than, thing JD start. could do was throw grenades over over buildings. And JD was better than you. JD never Duty. shot John anyone. Davis he just lobbed grenades around the was map. Much better. Well. No, JD was better than you. But anyway, all right, let's well, wrap. If we're doing this. that, then Mylon was better than you. No, That's, <laughs> we would seek Mylon out all the time. Yeah, you want to rack up kills. Okay, now we're talking about college and college mm-hmm. duty days. Let's uh, let's wrap it. Thirty-one thirteen is my prediction. Um, Iowa State over Baylor. No, nope, twenty-eight seventeen. You're wrong. Twenty-eight seventeen Cyclones. Hey, Brett, we need to come together a lot more if we uh, if we're going to win this presidential race. Um, no, take the take the points. Twenty-eight seventeen. You'll make money. We're going to win by eleven. We're favored by okay, thirteen. That's, that's so. all I got. See everybody next week. Uh, go Quotes. All right, peace.